this week. Another short podcast talking about the idea of the thank you economy. This is Using the Whole Whale, a podcast that brings you stories of data and technology in the nonprofit world. My name is George Weiner, your host and the chief whaler of wholewhale.com. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to episode 86, another short podcast where we don't have a guest, but I do have an idea. And the thought behind these shorter podcasts is that you're busy. Look, you're running around, you're doing something right now, you're trying to fit this in. So I want to respect your time and give you your biggest bang for the buck for your time spent and getting you to think differently about maybe a tactic or an asset that's in your backyard that I think you should be using a bit more. And and this week, I want to talk about the thank you economy uh, in brief as a concept in a book by Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, uh, I will put an asterisk on this. I think Gary Vaynerchuk is uh, an impressive and inspiring entrepreneur, but he is also, um, how do I put this delicately? he is aggressive aggressive and has a way of sort of shouting his audience into submission but is also uh really thinking differently about how we should be using social media and this is a book he wrote a little while ago like a number of years back and i want to resurface it because here is the core message in the book that you need to uh and sorry if you have kids in the car but in his words thank the shit out of everybody who is helping you everybody who donates everybody who volunteers what would it look like in his words right what would it look like if you like literally like a, a donation comes into your site and you call them up and be like hey that $150 really goes a long way. What if every person that signed up to your email list literally got like in his mind a bottle of wine being like, you are the most important person to our organization that has ever lived. I'm dragging this point a little hard and I'm putting it out there a little bit nuts. I'm not suggesting that you hand write letters to every single follower that you get on Twitter, but if you did, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be newsworthy? Wouldn't that be a curious way of interacting with your audience that nobody else is doing? So I want to come back to holistically thank you as a tactic. And in doing so, I actually want to say thanks to Robin Mays, who left us some feedback on our last short podcast, which is why we're doing another one, uh, explaining that as I gave all of those examples that uh, Whole Whale doesn't have our Facebook reviews tab uh, turned on. And by the way, yes, Facebook is another place where people can leave you reviews and feedback, and you should absolutely be listening and responding. So thank you, Robin. Uh, we'll have in this episode um, resources on episode 86, how to add the Facebook reviews tab to uh, your organization. I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole as to why we didn't have that enabled, but we're going to experiment and we're going to turn it on for, for Whole Whale's uh, facebook.com slash Whole Whale page and um, we'll see what happens. So thank you again. Robin, you're uh, you're crushing it. Thank you for listening uh, to our work. I want to throw a different uh, thought at you. Donors choose. Have you ever given on that site? Have you ever found a, a teacher in need that has posted something? You know they've they've given so much to so many. Their stats are incredible. What's more important though is how they foster retention and recidivism of giving through the handwritten thank you notes. Have you ever gotten one of those thank you notes? They're literally like written in crayon and sent to you. And if your heart doesn't melt, you're the freaking Grinch and 
you're going to give again. You realize they've connected it and they like they labor over creating those those thank you notes. And if there's enough interest, I can go chase down that story. But look, take that back home. Take that back home to the not-for-profits you're working for and the social causes you're working for and say, hey, what would it look like if we literally had the stakeholders that are helped by every dollar that is donated actually write or send back some sort of like tangible bit of appreciation? I think that might remake your donation strategy. I think that might actually move the needle in terms of of real strategy. People are wasting time being like, how do we get, and this is like, you know, three fingers pointing back at me, how do we get smarter technology to, to finally figure out who these people are so we can better target them? Screw that. How do you thank the heck out of the people that are already helping you to try to move the needle on the fact that only one out of five of the first time donors that gave to your organization last year are actually going to give again? How do you move that needle? And you're not, there's no like secret trick, right? There's no secret trick of like, oh, if only you enable this one thing in your CRM, it'll be taken care of. This is about appreciating the donors and the stakeholders that are supporting your organization. That said, let me give you a quick tip on how to automate some of this. I love this. Yeah. Um, so you can you can groan and groan and be like, he literally just said there's no quick trick. Anyway, I want you to go into whatever CRM you're using, right? Whatever MailChimp or Constant Contact or Black, fill in the blank that you're using. Now, if you do not have an intelligent drip campaign set up, meaning that once I sign up or do an action and it's sent as an event that is automatically sending, you know, George Weiner a personal little email saying like, hey, thank you for doing this thing. Not only right after, right? That's the easy. If you're not doing that, like stop listening and go do your job, right? You should be thanking your donors. But what about on their anniversary? Did you set up a one year later saying, hey, this time last year, you opened your heart and you opened your wallet and you gave us a buck and it made a difference. I hope you consider doing it again. Do you have that set up? Do you have them segmented in your list such that you can not send the same generic junk to everybody and instead say, hey, you're an insider. You opened up your wallet last year to us. We're going to send you a little bit different, you know, a bit of a different message than, than the other folks. We've drawn a line of people that care about this cause and you're inside of that line. And therefore, here is a message speaking to you specifically. That is so dirt easy to do inside of whatever system you're using. You can do the insert the name if you have their name. You can absolutely create groups and segment that in your own system. You have the data there. And don't tell me it's in a silo. You can import it. So you can you can absolutely do those things to thank the heck out of them. All right? So that's the automatic reply and the drip campaign on annual. Those are free tactics. Put them into place. And what I like it is to like rinse and reuse. Once you set that up, it's good to go. It's just going to run. Now, what kills me, right, what kills me is that when you take one of these tactics, like saying, okay, I also remember that the Environmental Defense Fund, when we talk to them, sends a ton of emails, right? That's the trick. Keep sending emails and keep sending requests. Absolutely. But here's what happens on the flip side that causes those retention problems. I have a friend who's running uh, for elected office. I don't want to give out too many details of it, but I respect him. He's intelligent. Hits me up for a few bucks and then one of these generic emails. I'm like, okay, you, you do know me. We have met. We've gone to the bar together. And he hits me up for 25 bucks in one of these generic forum emails. I don't get a, a triggered thank you. And what's more, the next email that comes to me is like, hey, do you mind giving again? 
And maybe that's just the like flavor of politics, right? Maybe that's just the freaking playbook that, you know, Act Blue or whatever the consulting agencies or tactics are suggesting you do to keep asking. But I'll tell you what, um, I love this guy, but I don't know if I'm, if I'm going to be opening my wallet again for him because I don't respect the way he's managing his communications. That happens, right? When we're trying to do fundraising and messaging to a lot of people, you got to remember that even though you got a list of 10,000 or 100,000, there's individual humans opening up like 1% to 5% of your emails. And, and they're thinking about that as a relationship. They've touched your organization in some way. And so really think about not just the ask, but also the respect that should be transferred, the thank you as a tactic that should be used and hopefully reused to segment and message your audience. All right, I'm respecting your time. I'm cutting this podcast so that we, uh, we keep you under 10 minutes and help you get back to your day. Look, if you like these, leave us some feedback. Otherwise, I'm going to go on my longer rambling podcast more often. So uh, thank you for listening. Have a good one. Episode 86. This has been Using the Whole Whale. For more resources on today's show, please visit wholewhale.com slash podcast and consider following us on Twitter at wholewhale. And thanks for joining us. As always, Greg Thomas, the music, the inspiration, the meaning behind all we do. Well, specifically the music, Greg Thomas podcast editing, and also Greg Thomas music.org. Um, fantastic stuff. Thanks, Greg. You rock.